Welcome to Dental Talk. This is Dr. Phil Klein. Before we get started, I would like to say with a heavy heart, our guest for this podcast, Sally McKenzie, unexpectedly passed away only a few months after recording it. Sally was a dear friend of mine for more than 20 years. Her writings, in-person speaking, online webinars and podcasts, and her creative practice management tools helped thousands of dental professionals across the globe build and maintain successful dental practices. Sally may no longer be with us physically, but her teachings and love for all the folks she had the opportunity to help and become friends with will be with us forever. Thanks again for joining us and enjoy the podcast. You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. On this Viva podcast, we'll be talking about the things to consider before giving an employee a raise. Our guest and expert on the topic is Sally McKenzie. Sally is CEO of McKenzie Management, a full-service nationwide dental practice management company. She is also an international lecturer, author, and publisher of the New Dentist magazine. Her articles appear in many dental magazines, including Dentistry Today, Dental Economics, Dental Tribune, and the CDA Journal. Sally is a regular speaker on VivaLearning.com through her Viva CE webinars. And we're very excited to hear about this because I know a lot of dentists are always concerned about whether they should or should not be giving a raise to an employee. Sally, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thank you, Phil. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, and, and um, we've been getting great, great feedback on your other podcasts. So my first question is, how does a dentist know how much of a raise to give an employee? Well, in a lot of dental practices, the, the compensation strategy uh, typically in, you know, involves an exchange between the doctor and the employee that goes something like this. So the employee says, hi, Dr. Tom, can I talk to you for a moment? Uh, of course, what would you like to talk about? Well, I really like my job and everyone here, but I'm having trouble making ends meet. And I was hoping that you might be able to give me just a small increase in pay, maybe just $2 more an hour. Well, that hardly seems like an outstanding request, and you are quite an asset to the team, and I'm, I'm sure we can make that happen for you. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Tom. Now, Dr. Tom means well but he has absolutely no idea how much the employee's increase in pay is going to impact his bottom line. So, you know, you simply can't increase salaries if the practice revenues are down. So the starting point is that employee salaries must not exceed 22% of the average monthly collection. So step one is to find out what percent of your collections is currently going out to payroll. So add up your gross payroll, which includes all the employees and not the dentist, and then take an average of your last six months of collections. So let's say your payroll divided by collections equals your percent of overhead for payroll. And let's say that your payroll is $14,300 a month and your collections are $65,000. Well, the payroll is 22% of $65,000. Now, Becky wants a raise from her $2,667 a month. Now, you have to consider that Becky isn't going to be the only one who's going to expect a raise this year. Right. I mean, if you have three other employees, they're going to expect a raise, too. And they talk to each so other. Becky, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Becky wants $2 more an hour or $16 more a day or $275 more a month. 
taking her payroll from 2006-67 to 2942 and taking your monthly payroll to 14,574. Now Becky is making $19 an hour. A $2 an hour increase is a 10.5% increase in pay. So while $2 might sound pretty innocent, 10.5% increase certainly does not. That's right. So if you, if you gave Becky a 5% increase, you would need to increase your production um, by $8,124 more per year in order to keep your payroll at 22%. And then if you consider the three other employees want that same increase, you're going to have to increase uh, around 32.5. And and how are you going to do that? Right. So, so, so it sounds like to me what I'm hearing is that even if this wonderful assistant comes up to the doctor – they really can't justify giving a raise unless the revenue defines that that's, that's applicable. So how does a dentist communicate this to the employee? What's the best way for them to, to discuss this with the employee? Well, first off, I would head off right from the hiring date. Any employee asking me for a raise somewhere in the middle of their one-year anniversary date. That, that, that has never happened to me. And 38 years of being an employee, I just, you know, because I've stayed it right from the beginning. I would suggest that the dentist has a compensation policy in place. And this policy is going to address when the employee's annual salary review is going to take place. And the employee clearly understands that any salary increase is based on the performance, their performance, based on quantifiable measurements of her job description and the performance of the business, increasing in productivity and collection. So therefore, from the the day you hire the person, you have to have a defined job description and you have to explain the goals of the job and they have to know how the game is being played and how they're going to be measured. But isn't it hard uh, based on performance? So if you have a dental assistant who's just when they're coming in, they, they're, they're good, but they're not great, and they're learning as they go, but then they become, after a year, kind of like superstar quality where they're just improving the efficiency of the office by what they're doing. Now, as a dentist, that dentist knows this is, you know, it's great having this assistant in the practice, but how do you actually quantify that to revenue and then say, yes, she's now justifiably, you know, a candidate for a raise? Well, you focused, Phil, on the dental assistant, and the dental assistant is the hardest job description to measure in a dental practice. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can measure, of course, you know me, I figured it out. Um, (laughs) You do it through the use of skill statements. So you have, as a dentist, you have certain expectations that you want this dental assistant to to do. So an example would be the doctor never has to reach for an instrument. She answers then always, often, sometimes, never. Another one, you can see the distal of the cuspid on every bite wing x-ray I take, always, often, sometimes, and never. So anytime, whatever your expectations are, or if you have a dental assistant that is not doing, excuse me, what you want her to do, 
then you make it a skill statement. This mm -hmm. is part of her performance reviews. And this is all part and parcel of the book I've written, Performance Measurements um, for the Dental Team. Mm -hmm. But the, the dental assistant can be measured. She She's not easy. I mean, front, a financial coordinator is easy. You've got to collect so much over the counter, you know, or a scheduling coordinator. You've got to schedule so much per day. Those people are easy. To measure. Mm -hmm. But the assistant at one is difficult. But going back to how to communicate, um, you know, if an employee were to corner you back in the lab and ask for a $2 hour raise, my suggested response would be, Becky, I certainly have no problem with entertaining this request. What would help me, however, is if you would put together a list of items that you have done since being here that have helped to increase the production and the collections, bring in new patients, any new responsibilities you've taken on, or how you've helped us reduce costs, I would really appreciate well, that, Yeah, that's a phenomenal approach. That's a phenomenal approach. And that, that generally yeah. stops an employee from... <laughs> Dead in their tracks. Because, because <laughs> they've not done any of those things. You know? Well, you've hoped we you know, the dentist probably hopes they've done some of them, but uh, whether they well, can outline the they... document, yeah, yeah, that's. Well, the other thing too I want to mention when you're figuring out the, you know, how much raise you can afford, I don't the dentist can't forget that they have to come up with about 13.5 percent more in matching Social Security, workers' comp, federal unemployment. So a $35,000 a year employee costs you an additional $4,400 a year. Right. Yeah, in so, taxes. So that, that meager $2 an hour, $2 an hour raise just is be... $2.13.45. Right. Yes. But, but the dentist can't just be cavalierly saying, sure, you know, let's throw another two bucks an hour on you. You're worth it. There has to be some thinking behind it and there has to be a plan and there has to be like you say, a compensation policy. Let me ask you this. What are some of the reasons why a dentist might, if they do have a compensation policy, uh, what would be uh, several reasons why they might break that compensation policy and make an exception? I would say that emotional reasons um, are the number one factor coupled with fear. So I know it can be difficult to say no to a team member who's asking for a raise, especially if they are struggling financially, they've been loyal to you, but these are all emotional reasons to give raises rather than basing your decision, you know, on facts and whether or not you can afford it. Um, fear begins to set in with a dentist when uh, he or she begins to think, oh, this employee is going to leave. I'll have to go through the recruiting process, the interviewing process, and who's going to train, and what will the patient say? And so we see that happening a lot with a long-term employee, you know, who keeps getting the raises every year. And the dentist just emotionally justifies it by she's good. Right, so right. the fear factor, you know, <clears throat> coupled with the path of least resistance to a dentist then is to offer bonuses. Mm -hmm. But really, that is not an alternative. I don't think so. Bonuses are always a win-win for employees because they always get their base salary and then they get a bonus. But it's a win-lose for the dentist whose revenues have gone down, but they still have to pay out that base salary. So bonus plans are unfair because they usually reward people equally, but 
you know, the contributions to the business are not are not equal. So there has to be thought behind that, too. Right. Right. Um, so before we end this podcast, which was excellent, once a raise is given, how can a dentist determine if the employee has earned the raise? Well, I think it's important to, you know, that to have the compensation policy and to encourage the employees to, you know, to, to earn the raises. You want them to earn the raises because you want them to do good and you want your business to do good. But you, you know, you've got, you've got to keep them on track. So it's very important to create results oriented job descriptions mm-hmm. that clearly outline mm-hmm. your expectations, you know, for the job. And that's going to really help you a lot. I do have an assessment on my uh, website, mckenziemgmt.com. And um, it's mckenziemgmt.com forward slash raises forward slash PHP. And you can go on there and and take that. And I'll tell you whether or not you can afford to give raises or, or not. It doesn't cost anything. It's free. So they're resources. It's under resources. And then they're assessments. Okay. So it's inter- interactive. You can actually enter numbers and we'll give you um yeah and then i it it comes to me they come to me personally and i answer them personally okay so if you didn't get that um just to talk to our listeners and um reiterate that so the website is mckenziemanagement.com i'm going to spell that slowly because you might be on uh on a bike doing some workout in a gym somewhere or commuting to work um mc k-e-n is in nancy z-i-e mgmt so that's mckenzie mgmt.com that's the website so uh there's some resources there that sally was referring to that will help you with a lot of things this is obviously an interactive one that can help you with determining whether a raise is uh, appropriate and then the phone number to call if you want to speak to is do they get to speak to you personally sally or is it someone well, they can they can call me i don't they want to call me on christmas day i don't care wow That's not fine. too many businesses like that anymore so um <laughs> 877-777-6151 so that's a toll-free number 877-777-6151 sally has been kind enough to take the time out of her schedule to do this podcast she's done three others um so i encourage you to listen to all of them she's one of the leading experts on practice management and getting dental offices profitable she figures out what's wrong she gets to the office to fix it uh the reputation that she's developed over the years has been impeccable and, and we're very happy to have her on the program sally thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to more podcasts and we look forward to more webinars in the future yes phil thank you very much for having me